0: You're listening to the Going Off Sides Podcast, your home for lacrosse news, stories, and everything in between. Okay, John, another week. And obviously, last week was a lot of speculation about what might happen in each conference, especially with these conference tournaments coming up. And we finally have a bunch of clarity with all three of the conferences that. You know, sponsor men's lacrosse. So before we get to that, we're going to do a quick rundown of games from this past week that we think have a big impact or are important for one way or another. So first up Columbia beats William Penn seven to five. And I think that this just indicates that either Columbia is you know, coming down a little bit, like their performance isn't as strong as it was in the beginning of the season, or William Penn is just closing that gap. Or like you said, before the show, maybe it's just a little bit of both. Maybe Columbia just had an off night and William Penn played great. Either way, we know that the KCAC is becoming deeper and that these teams aren't as far apart as we thought maybe in week two or three of the season.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. And one thing to keep an eye on going forward is those two do rematch this week. Um, it appeared that Columbia's face-off guy got injured and he didn't play in the uh, quarterfinal game as well.
0: Okay. That could be very impactful. Next we have um Mount Vernon Nazarene beats Taylor. 12 to 11, which is, you know, just a great way. I believe that ends their season. I don't see another game on the schedule for them. So a great way to end the season against Taylor, who has shown glimpses of greatness, depending on when you, you know, when you watch them, but they're definitely a team that's kind of like on the edge. So that's a really quality win. And then what was kind of, you know, this whack cannibalism, if you will, Aquinas beating Lords eleven to ten in overtime. I mean, wh- what are your thoughts on that game?
1: Yeah, I mean that was one going in that I kind of figured would go about like it did. I didn't really know which way it would go. Um, I knew Lords would win the majority of the faceoffs, which they did, but Aquinas just had too much offensive firepower at the end.
0: Yeah, and I've seen both teams play quite a bit. I think Aquinas has the offense to pretty much play with anybody when they're playing well. For instance, when they played Concordia earlier in the year, I did not think that that offense was really clicking and it didn't look anything like what I knew it could be. And it appears that, you know, they were able to get enough against Lords and then obviously Lords we know has a great goalie, but I haven't seen the offense be as consistent as they need to be. So 11 to 10 is pretty indicative of that. We, we knew it would be close. And, and it was just that an overtime thriller and Aquinas wins it, which it probably is the difference between the 3-4 seed and the WAC tournament, which we'll get to in a little bit. Next up, St. Andrews beats SCAD 9-8. to eight, And we know that this has big playoff implications because, John, what happens now?
1: Yeah, St. Andrews moves on for that rematch against Reinhardt, which will be uh, highly contested.
0: Yeah, we we all know, or anybody with a pulse that follows the NAIA knows that there is a little drama between Reinhardt and St. Andrews from, from a week or two ago, and I will be interested to see how things go in that rematch. I am pretty excited, but we'll talk more about that in a second when we get to the conference stuff. And then last night uh, or two nights ago, if you're listening to this on Monday, Indiana Tech and Concordia. Now the final score is 13 to six, Indiana Tech with the win, you know, undefeated through the, through the whack this year, solidifying that number one seed, Concordia wrapping it up with the number two seed, which is, you know, I, I believe a program best for them as well. But I will say that the score was closer than it appears. Indiana Tech really just kind of took that lead and expanded on it kind of like late third into the fourth. So, like, this is a game where I think, again, if Indiana Tech is just a little bit off and Concordia really plays their best lacrosse, like, this could be a very good rematch if we get to see one. I think the real difference maker that I saw – was the Concordia goalie Sam Bowling. So I think he's one of the best in the entire NAIA and uh, he's really something that could, you know, swing the the tides in their favor. So moving on to next week or, or this week, if you will, we have three conference tournaments going on and John, you're going to talk about the KCAC first.
1: Yeah. So, so far from what you missed, the quarterfinals were a couple of days ago. We had, Columbia and St. Mary's, the one versus eight. Columbia ran away with it as expected. And then they will face the winner of four versus five, which William Penn beat Missouri Baptist nine to six. So now we have a rematch as we are discussing between number five, William Penn, and number one, Columbia. Um, I don't think it was a fluke that William Penn was in that one last week. I got to tell you, I think they can compete with Columbia, especially with Columbia's face-off guy potentially not playing in this one. I'd probably go with Columbia winning it, but don't be surprised if it's a two- or three-goal game again. And then in the bottom half of the bracket, we had Benedictine advance over Ottawa and kind of out fashion again, and then St. Ambrose handled Missouri Valley pretty comfortably. Um, Benedictine-St. Ambrose is another interesting one. I know St. Ambrose would probably be a pretty decent favorite, but I think Benedictine might pull this one out.
0: I was just about to say it- – I I would put this up as possibly game of the week going into this week Um, in terms of the games that we already know. Right. Because, for instance, the WAC, the quarterfinals are on Wednesday and then the semifinals are on Friday. And then obviously (laughs) the finals are on Saturday. So like there's we don't know on Monday who's going to be playing in those other games, but as far as the games, we do know, I I think Benedictine St. Ambrose is probably game of the week. Um, I think uh, just like you, if St. Ambrose isn't careful, I know that there's a lot going on within the St. Ambrose program right now. Uh, A little bit of an issue with the coach, the head coach. So, you know, we'll see if if the players can kind of overcome that and just, you know, take control of the program, but, you know, I think this is one where Benedictine is trending upwards. So hopefully they can take advantage. Moving on to the WAC. So the WAC tournament, what, what, this came out, what, yesterday? Or today, yeah, actually? Today, yeah. So here's how it's going to work. The number one and two seeds, Indiana Tech and Concordia, they both get a bye. And that means on Wednesday, we will have Lords against Madonna and Aquinas against Taylor. Now, the Lords-Madonna game, I think... You know, that's right up there for that game of the week in terms of, of what to expect. I, I honestly, it, it's a coin flip for me. Both teams have showed, showed so much promise this year. You know, Madonna took Indiana Tech to the edge, they played really well against Reinhardt on that road trip. Lords has been all over the place, a little bit less consistent. So I, I think Madonna might have the better team. On a consistent basis, but I think Lords, when they're playing their best lacrosse, is better than Madonna. So, that that's a real coin flip for me. Whoever you know, obviously has their best day on Wednesday, is going to come away with that one. And then we've got Aquinas Taylor, and I'm not going to sugarcoat this at all. I just think this is Aquinas is to win. Then the winner of those games, so Lords Madonna will play Indiana Tech on Friday, in which you have to give Indiana Tech the favorite, and Aquinas Taylor. If Aquinas wins, which I think they will, they play Concordia on Friday. And I think, you know, that was a one goal game earlier this season in which Aquinas just didn't play well. Their offense looked all out of sorts. You know, a lot of guys were just ISO dodging into double teams, giving up the ball, taking bad shots, settling for bad shots. I think if Aquinas plays really good offense and actually tests Concordia's goalie, that Aquinas definitely has a chance to win. If they lose, we get a great rematch with Indiana Tech and Concordia, but it's almost 50-50 with Aquinas and Concordia in that rematch, I think. And it helps that Aquinas will, you know, get a midweek game and uh, get ready for Friday. I think Concordia will be ready and waiting on Friday for, for Aquinas.
1: Yeah, that should definitely be one to keep your eye on.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good games this week, you know, if we had another show on Friday, I would tell you that the game of the week is going to be whichever, whichever team comes out of the Taylor Aquinas game against Concordia. But you know we can't see into the future, but we can kind of, we can kind of guess. All right, moving on, we've got the AAC tournament as well, and so that started uh, this past Friday with Weber playing Tennessee Wesleyan and Savannah playing St Andrews, as we already know. St Andrews beat Scad. And they now play against Reinhardt on Friday, where Cumberland's on Friday will be playing who, John?
1: Tennessee Wesleyan and a rematch. Um, During the regular season, that one wasn't as close as I thought it might be. So it's going to be interesting to see if Tennessee Wesleyan plays a little bit better. The main issue they had in the first one was clears, so I think that's definitely something they could clean up.
0: Yeah. And I think one thing too, is that Tennessee Wesleyan is a good team. I think that game against Cumberland's, like it just wasn't a good matchup, right? Like Tennessee Wesleyan is good against most teams, but particularly the way that Cumberland's plays and and what strengths Cumberland's has. I'm not sure if that matchup is favorable for Tennessee Wesleyan. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one. And then the winner of those two games will play the next day on Saturday. So it seems to be a theme here that semifinals for these conference tournaments are mostly on Friday. And then the finals will be on Saturday. So if you're looking for some great lacrosse this week, we'll be full of it Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, you got games and they're all impactful. And I, you know, I got to believe everyone's playing their best. And then Sunday of next week, when we record our show, The final top 10 ratings should come out, and then we can have a lot of fun, you know, congratulating the conference tournament winners and then speculating on nationals. So hopefully we can get some more info on nationals from some of these coaches and the NAIA before next week's show. Anything else to add, John?
1: No, I think that about uh, covers it. Just good luck to those teams that are still remaining.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a good week for the NAIA, and uh, be sure to check out some of those streams. Some of them are pretty good. And uh, until next week, enjoy, everybody. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, give us a review, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Going Off Sides.